Hello, everyone, and welcome to Knuckle, the final chapter. I just want to mention that there will also be an alternate final chapter. I hope one of these endings is to your liking and satisfies you. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Nicholas stepped out, not wanting to wake Patricia. He headed down the hallway to where the girl's bedroom was. Opening the door, he looked at the two of them, thinking in his mind and everything that had happened to him, the curse, the emotional pain of hurting people, knowing that you were the cause. He thought of the dreams, his mother he and tried father, to kill you, their son. pain and his not being able to be with them. Nicholas did not want it to continue. He loved his girl so much, he did not want to take the chance of this happening to them. Slowly, he took the girls and carried them one at a time to the garage. If they woke, he would just tell them that they were going for a drive. Putting them into the sedan, he put the seat belts on them. After clicking them in, Nicholas got into the driver's seat and started the sedan. After a few seconds, the exhaust and the silent killer, carbon monoxide, was starting to fill the garage. Closing his eyes, Nicholas felt that he was doing the right thing. He was protecting his girls, Patricia, and everyone in his life. Patricia was dreaming. She was in a field, and the sun was warm and bright. Birds were singing, butterflies were in abundance, and the fragrant smell of flowers was in the air. Suddenly, the birds started falling from the sky, landing on the ground, dead. The flowers started to wilt and turn black. The butterflies also fell to the ground in the hundreds. There was a high-pitched, intermittent sound she could hear which was pulling her out of the dream. Opening her eyes and trying to focus, she realized that the high-pitched sound was coming from her phone. Looking at her phone, an alarm had gone off notifying her. It was the CO detector in the garage that had been installed by Nicholas and synced to her phone. Getting out of bed and opening up the bedroom door, she could hear what sounded like a motor running. Walking down the hallway to the door that went into the garage, it definitely was one of the vehicles parked inside. Opening the door, she was hit by a smell of exhaust. Immediately, she hit the overhead garage door open and the switch for the exhaust fans that Nicholas had installed. The exhaust cloud that had developed was gone in seconds. Patricia went to the sedan and saw the twin girls in the back seat. Opening the passenger door, she took them out, one by one, and placed them on the couch in the living room. Checking them, both were breathing and were a bit groggy. Leaving them for a minute, she went back to the car, opened the driver's door, reached in, turned off the engine, and pulled Nicholas out. Nicholas thought he could hear the overhead garage door start to open. Opening his eyes, 
The driver's door to the sedan opened and a hand reached in and turned off the motor. Patricia was pulling him out and screaming at him. What are you Looking doing? in the back seat, he could see the girls had already been pulled out before him. Patricia dropped him onto the floor of the garage, yelling at him and asking what he was doing. What are you doing? Nicholas started to cry and said he was trying to do what was best. That he didn't want either of them to go through what he is going through. To protect them from the pain and the burden of trying not to hurt people. The dreams, the agony, the regret. Patricia held him in her arms, tears welling up, telling him that she understood and that it's possible that it may not even happen to them. Looking up at her with tear-stained eyes, he asked, What if it does? Patricia looked at him, stroked his face, and told him that if that day came, they would do what was best. Years passed, and the girl's 30th birthday came and went without any indication of the curse surfacing. After a couple of more years went by, one of the twins was announcing that they were getting married. A small gathering of friends and family occurred, combining a wedding shower and a makeshift stag for the groom. After an evening of drinks, music, and laughter, an announcement was being made. After getting everyone's attention by clinking on a wine glass, the fiancé turned the attention to the daughter of Nicholas and Patricia, whom they were marrying. The daughter announced that they were also expecting and that her parents and her fiancé's parents were going to be grandparents. Despite having had years of experience holding a wine glass with his forearms, since his hands were amputated by accident, of course, Nicholas dropped his glass. He looked at Patricia, who was looking at him. They both knew they were going to have to wait 30 long years to find out. Martha, receiving the letter about the wedding and about the expecting great-grandchild, laughed in a way no one had heard her laugh before. Nicholas's father never even opened the letter he received.